Good afternoon, everyone. This is Karen Main at St. Raphael's. And for our book study on Maths Matters this week, we are nearing the end. This week we will be talking about Chapter 15. And Chapter 15 is called Empty Future. Where are all the young people? So I mentioned last week that Chapter 14 was a little bit dismal with the numbers and um, the... the um, the numbers that the church are currently facing in the decline with today's society. This particular chapter deals primarily with where the young people are at in today's world, in today's society. It's a little bleak as well, but we know that there is also hope. The first part of the chapter really talks about the decline um, in the number of young people joining and participating with today's church. We know there is spirituality, but we also know that a lot of um, younger generation is not connected to the church. We also know 30 million people refer to themselves as former Catholics. So there are actually more former Catholics than there actually are current day Catholics uh, throughout the world. Kind of bleak. We also know that 74% of children between the ages of 10 and 20, 10 and 20, have also said that they are not associated with the church and choose not to be. Um, that these numbers are really can be very hurtful and can be very scary if we continue to decline in this way. Our society, being as secular as we are, see faith as an option. Our modern day of life, um, we have inherited the climate of skepticism, distrust, disbelief, and broken institutions. So young generations are looking for truth and hope, but they're feeling a big separation between spirituality and an organized religion. Young people of today are really taught that their own thoughts are theirs, and it's really their individual decision what to do about church. And on top of this, our younger generation deal with poor job prospects, huge student debt, anxiety, drug and alcohol abuse, and in many instances, broken homes. The book has a definition of the younger generation and they sort of have categorized the young generation of today in three different um, settings. The first is the injured, the second they titled the drifters, and the third are the dissenters. So on the first category, they are talking about the injured have had bad experiences with their families through divorce, illness, death, and more than likely non-practice. So the injured really don't have an association with the church at all. The drifters tend to find church and its rules and its ritual just meaningless in their life. 
And the dissenters are just that. They're dissenting from the church's teaching and they don't agree with the church's laws and rules. And many of that has to do with um, um, a lot of things that are going on in today's society, such as same-sex religion, um, contraception, and other areas of sexuality that they do not want to go along with. The young, it seems, no longer expect anything from the church and have absolutely no connection to it. And many times they complain that their needs simply are not being met and that there is not a sense of welcome. And a lot of times there is, um, again, a lot of um, dissension against um, the rules and the regulations of the Catholic Church that they feel are not in um, conjunction with today's modern-day um, society and that the church has not kept up and met with the needs of their people. So a lot of the younger people um, view Christianity as anti-gay, judgmental, and hypocritical. You know, this is a really tough chapter as well. When we look at the youth of today, we also find that um, the youth really are seeking for something, but um, their connection to the church isn't there. But I do want to leave you with some seeds of hope because part of the church, the Catholic Church of what they've been doing in the last decade have really been trying to dissect what we're losing out with our youth. And we know how important our youth is for our future. So there is a charismatic gathering of youth each year at the University of Steubenville. And we have sent many, many years our youth to this. And it's very invigorating to the youth. And on any given year, they engage more than 50,000 Catholic teenagers. Unfortunately, this is not big news in today's society. We don't tend to see this on our local media channels. There's very little of this advertised um, or brought to our attention. Um, more so things that tend to have a negative impact on society uh, tend to make the media more than these positive um, types of gatherings. As many of you have heard, many of um, we have done this at, at one time too. There is a program called Theology on Tap where we look to young adults, probably between the ages of 24 to 39, at an off-site gathering, um, even maybe at a local pub um, where um, um, someone from the church can meet young people there to meet them kind of on their own ground outside of the church to talk about theology. The Alpha experience was very big, and it still is a part of um, um, our youth uh, training that we're using for our confirmation students this year. Um, and it's really, again, many times doing this on an off-Catholic site place, which engages people in a meal, in small group, gathering, setting, where it's non-threatening to talk about um, religion and experiences in their life. Peer ministry, which we have at our parish through Tommy Nelson, our high school um, minister, has been doing this since he's arrived at our parish and it's becoming extremely successful that he engages um, young adults that are um, leaving the high school age to come back 
to work with high school students so that they then become the mentors for those students. And then when those students get through a retreat, then they go back and lead the retreat for the next students. So it's sort of putting the youth in charge of their spirituality and allowing them to grow at a very young age and to be comfortable in their skin about their spirituality and talking about their relationship with God. So peer ministry, or if we call it mentoring, is becoming a very valid way that we are reaching out to adults in our parish one-on-one Um, allowing them to talk about their experiences and hopefully drawing them in to the ritual and beauty of the Catholic Mass. But sometimes the Catholic Mass is just too far um, advanced for their spiritual needs right now. So we need to have a starting ground. So those types of um, avenues through Theology on Tap, Alpha, uh, Peer Ministry, Uh, Deacon John's adult mentoring program he was doing with adults are really areas that we're working with more and more in our parishes right now and in the future to engage people that have perhaps stepped away, that perhaps have no church understanding at all, but that are seeking for the spiritual uh, understanding that they're longing for. So in this chapter, it does go on to say that young people really are uh, desperate for guidance in their fragmented and frightened world. Things move so quickly in this society. There is, we know, a huge amount of loneliness and desperation among the young people. And so in trying to engage them and to have that ability to um, come to these gatherings, and then to church, to help them understand their faith, to have them um, understand the importance of communal worship are all areas that we're striving for. Right now, a lot of, again, the young people are saying church, no, spirituality, yes, but we don't give up. We are a church that will continue. We have been here for over 2000 years and we look ahead for the hope of what not only our disengaged youth, but disengaged adult members of our communities that we live in are searching for. And more than ever, as you know, we have been a church of outreach through our missions that have been traveling to our uh, sister parish uh, down south. We also have our medical teams that go to the Dominican Republic and other areas um, of the world uh, through all of our outreach in the Catholic Church. So sometimes we need to step back and we just need to say we know we live in a very difficult time. We do know that um, church membership is declining, not only in the Catholic faith, but throughout all of the organized religions. But there is spirituality among people. There is hope. And hopefully through what people see in us, we will be able to evangelize and to draw people um, back to the church through invitation, through how they see us living our lives, through our interest in them, in us walking the journey with them. So 
even though this chapter focused primarily on where are the youth, I think we realize that the youth are one avenue, but we also have um, many, many adults that we want to continue that invitation to as well. And hopefully, as time progresses and we look back to this time, we see this as a time of opportunity, of growth for the church, and of change. The big question that they had for discussion at the end of this chapter was primarily, what can parents do to get their, their children going to church? It's a huge question. And whether you're dealing with adult children or children that are under 18 still in your domain, huge, huge question. So again, hopefully through our attitude, our behavior, our love for the Catholic Church, our love for ritual, our love for Jesus, that we will be the people that will help to um, be the catalyst for all to see our Catholic faith as a wonderful source of spirituality, community, and personal growth. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye.